Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always tuning in. I appreciate you for always coming through to listen to these episodes. Today, I want to talk about something that I am particularly passionate about. And I know that any fashion entrepreneur or any entrepreneur for that matter um, will find this useful. So let me get right into it. I want to talk about the role of consistency in our businesses. The role of consistency in our lives in general, whether we are trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle or we are trying to grow our bottom line or we're trying to grow our businesses, our brands, we are trying to um, raise our children or do anything that is worthy of note. Consistency is a virtue that we must all court is a virtue we must all try and imbibe but do we really know why it's important do we really know why consistency is important to our businesses that is what this episode is about like you all know i've been in business for the past 20 years exclamations will be 21 in august And if there's something that I consistently get um, feedback about, positive feedback that is, particularly from my old customers, and by old I mean customers who have been with me um, from the early years, they keep on going on and on about my consistency. And this is not me trying to toot my own horn, but every time I heard this, it wasn't something that I particularly particularly took pride in. Um, to be honest, anytime people mention my consistency, it doesn't sound like something cute or sexy, you know what I mean, or glamorous, you know, when they say you're consistent. To be honest, I just really assumed they were referring to my longevity. Just, of course, I've been here and I've been at this business for so long. But a few customers went on to break down what our consistency meant to them and how influenced their buying patterns with us. So I think this happened recently, actually. In fact, it happened back to back about four times in the last week. And so I thought, you know what? I have to share this with my people. You know, I have to share. There's something here. Let me, let me, let me deep dive into this thing. And, and share with my people. So here it goes. Consistency is something that will keep the customer coming back. And this is because 
consistency in design, consistency in the quality of the shopping experience, consistency in the quality of the product or and service also represents predictability. It inspires dependability. When people can predict an experience, then they can relax. They can put their guard down and they can consider you as a dependable business. That is because they know what they are getting from you. You know how you have some kind of um, anxiety or trepidation when you're trying to try a new brand, particularly if it's a brand you've not really heard about before, if it's something you stumbled on on Instagram, if it's something somebody told you about. You don't want to invest too much in that experience. So sometimes you go for the cheapest offering that they have just to test them out. All of that is a bit of an anxiety-inducing experience. But, you know, when people come to your business and they can predict the outcome, they can confidently refer you to people they love and respect. They can show up in your store or engaging with your brand without notice because they know that this brand is consistent. And consistency is not something you can buy. Consistency is something you earn by investing in your processes and investing in your team. Consistency is not something that just happens. Now, this is something that I want you to do. And this, I want you to take a pen and paper and put this note down if you don't know it already. For some people, this episode is going to kind of reaffirm what you know already. And for some other people, it will be a light bulb moment um, to lead you along the lines of what you should be doing. Right. So one of the things I want you to do is this. Number one. Don't let praise or criticism of your business or your brand, don't let it get to your head. Don't take it personal. Everything is data. Everything is information that is supposed to help you do better. If you get cocky because of the praise, you won't grow. If you get a bit disheartened because of the criticism, you will lose heart, you know. Um, and that's not what information is supposed to do. Information is supposed to help you get better. So take any feedback you get as information and data. So why am I saying this? If somebody, for instance, points out something within your process that they enjoyed, maybe somebody came to your store and they really had a good time and they went out of their way to let you know, well, I went to your store and I had a good time. Or I went to your store and um, the, the lady or the person, this customer service personnel, personnel that attended to me was really polite and really professional um, and was really endearing. Um, and I had a really good time because of that. Then you need to go and document why that was. Don't just say, oh, thank you very much and go your merry way. Um, feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, you've just done something wonderful. No, go and document it and find how you can make that part of your process, part of your DNA, how you can institutionalize that thing that they've enjoyed into your business. Okay. At the same time, if somebody comes into your store and had a bad experience, go and look at your system, your processes, and find where the loopholes are. What made this happen? If it was something that typically wouldn't happen, that means there are gaps in your system that permitted this to happen, 
right? So you must go back again to that system. Don't take it personal. Don't be hurt. Don't be disillusioned. Go back and find out why that happened and block those gaps. Close those gaps. So you must be ready to document your process, right? Consistency, like I said, doesn't just happen. One of the things that we don't realize is that consistency is something that um, the customer can rely on. And if a customer experiences something good within your business while, while engaging with your brand or your business, they relax. The more they experience your good vibes, your good services, the more they relax, the more they consider you as dependable, the more they are, they are wired to think that this is normal with your business. Now, if this good experience is a fluke, if this good experience is a fluke, there's almost no coming back. If a customer has had five amazing experiences from you and then has three bad experiences subsequently, there's almost no coming back. One bad experience subsequently, you know, the average customer may be able to forgive you. But consistently having maybe three bad experiences, then the customer just says, you know what, that was a fluke. How many times have you heard somebody say, oh, you know, maybe you compliment somebody on a dress or you compliment them on, on, a, on something or a service and you ask them to give you the vendor's number and they refuse because they consider that good experience to be a fluke and they don't want to expose you to what is possibly going to be a bad experience with a customer. That's because that person has not institutionalized the good side of their business, that good experience that they had. And so this is what you need to do. Each time you have a good experience um, reported to you, go and find out how to make that part of your system. Now, I'm going to give a very, very common example. So you hire this superstar um, team member and you put her as a front desk officer in your business. Now, she's really, really good um, for whatever reason, maybe in her home training, from her past experiences, just from her own way of doing things. She goes out of her way to please the customer. She over-services the customer sometimes. She's particularly charming and friendly and she's professional and customers absolutely love her. Now, what happens when this person leaves? I've seen this happen too many times. Now, when this superstar staff leaves and you are not intentional about what made this person a superstar, you are not intentional about putting processes in, in place that makes professionalism and excellence a, a default or makes it easy for whoever takes over her role to, to be professional and to be excellent. Now, this person leaves and you mindlessly hire somebody else to take her place. And then things begin to go down from there. And you're wondering why. Again, you haven't made this thing that this lady brought to the table a formula. The DNA left with her. It wasn't something that became part of your business. It was something that was part of a person. And when that person left, unfortunately, the customer experience left with her. So you see this a lot in service-oriented businesses. 
maybe a business, um, a salon or, you know, nail studio. And when the top technician leaves or the top stylist leaves, you find that, you know, she takes her customers with her and they go with her wherever else she might go. But if she left, right, and they realize that part of what they enjoyed from her service was from the system that she walked within, then it's hard for you to lose your customers that easily. You know, so um, that's one thing I really want you to do. Any good thing about your business that you get good feedback from right now, go and document it. Find how you can institutionalize it. Make it a part of your company DNA and then protect it with your life. Right. Another thing that um, consistency um, delivers for your business is dependability. People want businesses they can depend on. Businesses that have become part of their life. Businesses that are not just trends or, you know, experiences they try out. Businesses that become their default mode. This is where you go to. These are your people. This is your, your status quo. You know, this is not just some. This is something that has delivered for you, you know, on the regular. You know, I always say that, you know what, it's better to be consistently mediocre than to have some fluke experiences or, or fluke um, excellent experiences. Because when you are consistently mediocre, for people who are okay with that level of mediocrity, you know, then they can predict what they will get. And because of that, it makes you dependable. It makes you dependable. They are not coming, they are not coming to you for anything other than what you consistently deliver. But if they came to you on Monday and they had some five-star experience, then they come to you on Thursday and depending on who is attending to them at the time or whether or not you are the as the business owner is present, you know, then they have some other type of experience. And it's up and down like that. It means you are not dependable. And this can be very stressful to the, ex to the, to the average customer. You know, I have, a, I have a salon that I attend. Or oh, sorry, a, a, a salon that I, I go to. They don't offer anything super special, but they are consistent. When I go there, I know exactly what I'm going to get. It's not a five-star experience, but... They give me what I want. And you see, that dependability is why I go there. I know exactly what I'm going to get. I see now that they're trying to, you know, step up their customer experience. They now they offer us tea and crackers. You know, they've expanded the place a bit. They're making um, some interior design upgrades. And it's lovely. It's beautiful. But you know what? I'm not coming there for the tea and the coffee and the biscuits. I appreciate it, but that's not why I'm coming. If they mess with why I'm coming, which is anytime I go there, the waiting period is short. She's shorter than most salons. You know, they have a lot of stylists. So you almost always get somebody to attend to you quickly. 
they have a franchise for some hair care products there that work for my hair and they always have them available and they are generous with how they use them. Their pricing hasn't changed significantly and most of their hands, their staffs are, or their stylists are old hands. So I go there and there's some familiarity there. There's a stylist that attends to me quickly. You know, the place is nice and decent and clean, but it's no five-star experience. If I want five-star experience, I won't go there. But if I'm looking for a dependable salon that I know, that when I go there, I will get exactly what um, I'm expecting. It has removed all the anxiety. There are no stressors. I go there, I get what I want. That is dependability. That is what consistency is. So whatever level you know you can maintain, whatever level you can play on consistently, nobody is saying you shouldn't upgrade. You must always look at getting better. Each time you get better, you open yourself to another level of customer of customers you know your existing customers appreciate it whenever you step up and they always feel like they feel proud like they're a part of this business that is constantly improving and the more you improve the more you open yourself up to customers who are willing to even pay more right so you must constantly be working on the improvement but you must at the very least maintain this level that have become predictable you know, and that by being predictable, dependable to your customers, right? The last thing I want to mention about consistency, and this for me is probably um, the most important. Consistency is an asset. I dare say it is your brand. Consistency trumps creativity. Consistency trumps expensive campaigns and expensive celebrity endorsements. Consistency trumps highbrow, high street, expensive locations and expensive store um, designs. Consistency trumps all of those things. It is your asset. It is the one thing that you can bottle and sell. You can teach your formula and by teaching your formula, right, you can earn some money. That is because you know this thing. You have invested in it so you can teach it. Consistency is something that you can also replicate because it is now also your DNA. So if you are looking to expand your brand, if you are looking to open other stores, this DNA is what you are replicating. If you don't have it here, don't even bother. Do you know what I mean? Don't even bother. Don't even try. Until you have institutionalized some of the processes and you've institutionalized excellence, or at least at the very least, a level of service that is good enough, right, to the point where it's attracting enough customers and keeping them as um, regulars. Consistency is what can deliver lifelong customers. I had a customer come to my store about three days ago. I told him the last week I've had several people come and all of them refer to us being um, consistent and dependable and predictable and all of that. And, you know, she said she used to buy from us about 10 years ago. And then she relocated. Um, and then she started buying from our website now and again. You know, she's back again now in the country 
and she's back to us. And what makes her happy is that our DNA hasn't changed. Through the years, our designs have evolved. Our services have, have even become even more, you know, seamless. But she can see that the dependability that we delivered X number of years ago, we still have, and even more so. You know, and that was music to my ears. And she went out of her way to tell me that because I happened to be in the store at this time. I didn't even, I didn't even know who this lady was, but she had been a customer for over 10 years. Consistency is your brand. That is your brand. So while you are trying to do a lot, you're trying to create all the amazing designs of this world. You are trying to, you know, have this amazing um, campaigns and you're trying to you're investing money in branding and in, you know, in a new package. Fantastic. By all means, these things matter. And if you can afford it, do it. But if you spend $10... If you spend $10 on the optics, spend 100 on institutionalizing your processes, institutionalizing what makes your business special, okay? Be careful not to depend on any one person to make your business, you know, excellent, like I say, staff come and they go. One of the things about my business is I always say to my team members, I love you all, but this cannot be about any one of you. And it cannot be even about me. If for whatever reason I'm not in the country, I'm not around, the business must not, you know, suffer in that the level of service delivery must at the very least remain consistent. You know, it should even be better when I'm not around. You know what I mean? But at the very least, people shouldn't think to themselves that, oh, Tommy is out of the country, so you know what? I'm going to wait for when she comes back. Or they're depending on a staff. But, oh, this, this girl is lovely. Anytime, you know, I have people really commending a particular staff member, I give her flowers, I give her her kudos. But I'm very, very quick to let the customers know that even this, this girl leaves us today, this business is going to continue to deliver excellent service. And this has happened too many times for me to count. And that is because we are intentional. Please be intentional. If you are not intentional about why your business is delivering high quality service, you will not be able to maintain it. It's just like with fitness. You know, if you say to somebody, Oh my goodness, you've lost a lot of weight. What did you do? And the person says to you, you know what? I actually don't know what I did. I don't know. I just noticed I started losing weight. I can bet my bottom dollar they're going to gain all that weight back because you have to be intentional to maintain. You know what? You can do whatever it is to reach a particular milestone, but to maintain, to maintain, you need to be deliberate and intentional. Okay, so that's it for today. I really do hope that um, this did something for you. I hope you learned from this experience, from this episode, and I hope you are now going to be cons. Sorry, I hope you are going to be deliberate and committed to consistency. Right, I really do hope so. It will do you a whole lot of good, and we will all be better for it as um, a buying community. 
that's it from me for today. Um, last word, you know, going, I, I have to talk a little bit about my book. You guys know that I've just launched my second book, right? Some of many parts. I've been going on and on and on about it. If you follow me on Instagram, and you should, my handle is tomi.rotimi. That's T-O-M-I dot R-O-T-I-M-I. If you follow me, that you'll see um, that we've started the book drive and we are promoting the book. One of the things we want to do in the next couple of days will be a series of Instagram lives. And I really want you to be a part of that. We're going to have several guest speakers who are going to touch on some of the things that I um, touched on in the book. And uh, subsequently, we're going to have book readings. And for the first one, we really want people who have bought the book or people who are interested in getting the book to attend. So if you are in Nigeria and you are interested in attending our book reading, please send me an email. Send an email to Tomi at tomirotimi.com. Please send an email to Tomi at tomirotimi.com. And just say in the email that you would like to attend the book reading. Um, if you're not in the country and you want to get the book, of course, you know you can get it on Amazon. But if you want to attend a book reading and you're not in the country, that is absolutely fine as well. Please also send um, an RSVP to that email, Tomi at Tomi and we will send you links for Zoom. You know, so we're really trying to make as many people as are part of my community to be a part of some of these book readings as possible. Please, if you haven't gotten your book, please get the book. Please get the book. The reviews have been amazing. Um, I think I promised that I would share the review last week, but we are way out of time now. Um, so I promise the next episode I will share some of the reviews. But you know what? You can actually go to Amazon and check out some of the reviews that are there. Those those are lovely. And if you go to my Instagram page, um, I have some of the reviews there as well. So please go there and check out some of the reviews. But if you want to attend, please send that RSVP to Tommy at TommyRotomy.com. I really look forward to seeing you and I really do hope you get the book. Thank you so, so very much for um, taking the time to listen to this episode. I will be back very soon with another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. Thank you and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.